Welcome to The Living Word with Chuck Davis. Mark 4, 35 to 41, Rebuked Winds. On that day, when evening had come, he said to them, Let us go across the other side, and leaving the crowd, they took him with them in a boat, just as he was. And other boats were with him, and a great windstorm arose, and the waves were breaking into the boat, so that the boat was already filling. But he was in the stern, asleep on the cushion. And they woke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care we are perishing? And he awoke and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And he said to them, Why are you so afraid? Have you still no faith? They were filled with great fear and said to one another, Who then is this that even the wind and the sea obey him? Uh, We just finished the account of Jesus uh, rebuking uh, a spirit named Legion uh, with its accomplices uh, for a man to find liberation. But the passage before, I want to just press in for a moment to think about, it's a, what we refer to as a nature miracle. Jesus operates in authority over uh, threatening uh, weather situation. Now, interestingly, it says that he rebuked the wind. Now, uh, this word rebuke is the same one to, to say what he does with demons. He rebukes demons. Now, I want to be clear on this. The word rebuke has multiple uses and connotations in the scripture. It's not just exorcisms. In fact, when Jesus is um, talking about the fact that he's going to have to die and be raised on the third day, it says that Peter rebuked him. And so it's not just an aspect of exorcisms, but there is a, a close uh, connection, at least in what I would say, um, the flow of the materials here. Uh, in the Old Testament, uh, we know that God is Lord over creation. Psalm 18 says, at your rebuke, the waters fled. Uh, Psalm 107 says, he stilled the storm. And if you remember back to the creation account, uh, it's the Holy Spirit hovering over the chaos. The idea that peace and uh, stability comes uh, through the Lord's declaration. Creation itself responds to God. The question behind this passage for me is, what is the impact of the fall, the rebellion, uh, and Satan's position as the ruler of this world? Remember, Jesus calls him uh, the archon, the, the ruler of this world. In fact, John says in his letter that the whole world lies in the power of the evil one. Now, that word world there is a cosmos, which we know. Um, It can mean three things. It can mean uh, people, for God so loved the world. It can mean the systems that are set up against the knowledge of God, this world. And it can mean uh, the globe itself. So when uh, John says the the whole world, the whole cosmos lies in the power of the evil evil one, uh, what is his reference here? Uh, Paul in Romans 8 uses a different Greek word. Catissus is his uh, word he uses there, not cosmos, but talks about the the earth trembling, groaning for the redemption of human beings. Um, it's interesting that 
Jesus takes authority uh, in his teaching, uh, in the fact that he heals, in the casting out of demons, and there seems to be an element of authority implied in uh, commanding these winds to be quiet. The response of the people, who is this then that even the wind and the sea obey him? Uh, there is a clear connection in the Greek. Uh, the same word is used to refer to a great storm and then a great calm. Uh, I could point to multiple situations on mission where uh, commands were made against weather patterns and they changed. Um, the question we need to ask is, how much control does the enemy have over weather patterns? I'm not talking about praying that the rain would go away so we could play our softball game or have a picnic, but um, I do have a problem when people tell me that they don't like the idea and have a hard time believing in a God who allows uh, natural disasters to happen. What if it were not a natural disaster that comes from God, but in his sovereignty and his umbrella authority, he's allowing uh, the systems to operate, and it's the enemy of our soul who has brought those disasters. And maybe we're to be people who, in authority, stop it in Jesus' name. I don't know. I'm just thinking out loud in this situation, but it is interesting to me the closeness and the parallels of Jesus dealing with weather and dealing with demons. Um, my now what in this is to be totally abandoned to the Lord and to trust him in uh, facing the realities in our life, but to appropriate authority in the right spaces. Uh, if you want to read a couple stories of taking authority over weather and natural realities, you can read in my book, The Bold Christian, of a situation in Bamako where I can't explain it except through the fact that uh, somehow we were pressing back against the enemy's plans to stop uh, people from being liberated by discovering the true identity of Jesus and finding healing in his name. So, Lord, give us wisdom. Give us insight. Uh, keep us from becoming extremist. Uh, if we have any extremity uh, or if any extremeness in us, let it be that we are totally loyal to you as king. And we trust you in the movement uh, of where you take us in this world. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.